fuck the joke. I forgot the joke. <laughs> you want to tell me a joke? Yeah, I want to tell you a joke, but I forgot. Um, it had something to do with tentacles, but I forgot the joke. <laughs> it had something to do with tentacles and, and a thing. It's like ten tickles, I think. It's like something to make Oh, laugh. how many tickles? Does it take to that's, make an octopus laugh? That's what it is. That's what it was. Ten tickles. Ten tickles. Look at that. Backwards and ducks. <laughs> what music is that I hear? Something to try and make you feel at home. <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is uh, episode two of Unmapped, and on this episode we have Pooh Bear. Um, if you heard the uh, the little little you know joke I put behind the actual recording of the podcast, it took us five minutes to recuperate from laughing <laughs> at the tentacles. Um, <laughs> So, I just want to let you guys know that this episode is definitely going to be the change of pace from the last one. Um, the Mizungo was more of a, an education uh, just on his life, just really interesting stuff. This is just going to be straight humor and retardation. Um, so, on today's uh, episode, we got Pooh Bear. Yo, what's up, everybody? And I just want to let you know he's holding a giant tiger at the moment. Yeah, great. Yeah. everywhere I go. Uh, dude, the bear cop at the uh, carnival we went the other day was such a good... Such a good cop. Yeah, he was. He was. And the cool thing was that people, what I found funny about it was, remember when people were asking, how did you get mm-hmm. the big bear, which was 40 tickets, and if any of you guys went? But um, then nobody really, like, when I told them, oh, we just work together, like, we combined all of our tickets to get one bear for the room, and it's put in the common room. And everybody was, like, shocked that that was, like, a thing we should do. Yeah, you know? they, they just assumed it's like, oh, I was like, I'm just going to get tickets, I'm going to get this yeah. for myself, or, like, I'm just gonna work towards it on my own. Yeah. No was like, oh, let's work uh, with a bunch of people that we know, and then we'll just share it. Yeah, because on your own to get forty tickets was gonna be very difficult. I mean, especially because the carnival games. They're getting the very two, max. They're so. getting two tickets, and they're capping how many times you can go back, which is fair because mm-hmm. they need everybody to go, and they're expecting ten thousand people. Right, right. So that's fair, but to get forty tickets with a big ass bear, mm-hmm. like you had to, you, you had to right. put in work in the games. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we put it together, and we got, we got. A couple prizes which were awesome, and we put it for the room. But that's how we think here out here. We just do everything again. <laughs> I think that bear at Costco is like a solid thirty bucks. At Costco, or like bucks? twenty thirty bucks. That's a fifty three inch. It's bear. a really big. It's bear. a fifty three inch bear. I just thought if it's that big, based on how much like this tiger costs, mm-hmm. um, I would expect it to be not that good quality. Mm-hmm. This tiger was way too much. But right, right. the bear is a lot bigger. I mean, that thing is probably Costco quality. It's almost my size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm pretty short, but it's almost my size. You know what? I just I just realized that you're like a like trying to be like Mike Tyson. Now. Oh, Mike okay. Tyson. Mike Tyson had a tiger. He did have a tiger. He did. A, how dope is that? Yeah. He had enough money and minimal amount of fucks he needed to be. He just got a tiger. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have this. How many like <laughs> exotic? <laughs> so many exotic like people are like into those exotic animals just to like say you have it. Like that's hundred percent why. Like Pablo Escobar. See all the rent. He had a zoo. He had a zoo. Like why does Pablo Escobar need a zoo in Colombia? Yeah. But because he can. Exactly. Really when you I have mean, fuck it, you money. I think <laughs> that's, that's I'm pretty sure he um built the the whole zoo thing for his kids, right? I don't, I don't or who was it? No, um, no, that was Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, Park. Never mind. That, that was a that completely was. different thing. He did do that. Yeah, he did do that. But he was an, he's another example of just having things like draft, extravagant things that you don't need that are just extremely extra when you have that. Money. He was out here within amusement park. There's no other. There's no other. Like there is nobody. Because like uh, he transcends just everybody. Mm-hmm. There's nobody who's like, oh, like. I don't listen to Michael Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, big, like... It's like, like a, a unanimous decision that, like, yeah. this was a good artist. Like, who's, this was a man of his time. Well, who's out there like that? Maybe. Like, I don't even think Drake is out there. 
Like, no, I think I think that, Jack, mm-hmm. the old people, young people, everybody, oh, okay, people, okay, white okay. people, no, Asian yeah, people, yeah. everybody's on Michael Jackson. No, old people won't listen. To they won't listen. To <laughs> but he's the closest because he can trans. He can go back and forth between like pop hits, mm-hmm. and then you know on the rap scene. Who else? Who else has that? They can go like old people and young people consistently agree that they were in the past. In the past, yeah. I think. Bon Jovi. <laughs> I don't know. Why, I don't know. Why, yeah, I don't know. Why, maybe Queen. Who? Queen? Oh, Queen. Okay, Queen. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Queen. Maybe. Uh, the Beatles. I had something in the air. Yeah. I feel like you have to be like I, that. People, I feel like people treat the Beatles like they treat Jay Z. Nobody really loves Jay Z, but they just say Jay Z because mm-hmm. like everybody mm-hmm. else says like yeah. have so much respect for Jay Z. Yeah. Like the Beatles, like obviously the Beatles are they were just iconic and like they're a new thing at the time. But if you take anything then and try to listen to it now, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's the feeling. You need to be living through the time. I feel like I'm not Caucasian enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the Beatles, because like, yeah, no, like Jordan loves the Beatles. That's just not my. This is and not she's my music. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Music. I feel like my music taste is really random. It kind of goes all over the place. Yours is very interesting because well, you I, take influence from a lot of other people. Like, yeah, but there's like, no specific taste that I have. It's yeah. kind of all over the place, which is fine. You, just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I couldn't. Like, I can't show you a song that oh, Iman's gonna like. This. You don't have like a type. Like, I don't have a, a type. Song. It's all over the place. Yeah. I think just because I don't listen to enough music. You don't have your headphones on all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not even just that. I mean, like I don't listen to albums all the way through. Like you, you told me to do that more often, yeah. which I started doing more because that is how the artist wanted you to listen to his album. Yep. And like when I did that, like I did that for a Meek Mill's album, or yeah. I did that for Preston um, <laughs> um, Tiller's album. Yeah. And I listened to it all the way through, and I was like. It's way better because the transition from one to the next, like it keeps going. It's an entire story, and even if it's not a story, it's like you see the trend, the the progression in uh, their music and like how their tones were going up and down, like how the beat kind of kept working. Because it's like it's probably like a big section yeah. uh, of the music that was together, and then like I can make these different things. Yeah, you know, like you can see like the possibilities that they had. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think like a really two really good albums that do that is one Good Kid, Mad City. And then J. Cole's album is literally meant in like a yeah. timeline. Because yep. the first song is uh, January twenty uh, January twenty eighth, which is his birthday. birthday. And then it goes to O three adolescence, then it goes to like it goes to like the stages of his life mm-hmm. slowly. So that hundred percent that's double platinum, no features. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> double platinum, no features. Who has no features nowadays? Nobody. Nobody. Migos, Travis Scott, they're on everybody's songs. Dude, it's all about features now. Yeah, the more like, features you have, the more hype your song is. It's like people like, oh, I I'm the it. one, dude. That song, just because of the fact that how many like just top notch people were on it, it's just like I'm gonna listen. I need to listen to the song. Dude, you end DJ up, Khaled knows what he's doing. He's mad. He good knows at, what he's doing. He's so good at that. He gets like, cause that he's not an artist. He is an artist, but like he's not. He's not singing on. on he's not. No, he's yelling song. DJ Khaled. Yeah, he's DJ <laughs> Khaled. Yeah, like that's that's his value. His value is bringing random people together. Yeah. And putting them on a beat. Like who thinks Chance and Lil Wayne and then Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber killed it. Killed that song, it. Though. Justin Bieber. That song was Summer Vibes probably like like forty percent because of him. Yep. You have a catchy chorus. That's why it's on. That's why you get. You have a catchy chorus. You're getting killed by the radio. Yeah. That's that's what you're doing. Rest that in kid, peace. That kid kills it. He yeah. he runs like the radio. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Justin right now, because Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber and Drake run the radio. Yep. Justin Bieber and Drake kill the radio. Drake, Drake, so many songs by Drake have been ruined by the radio. Yeah. You can't listen to them. Yeah. To have censorship on the radio. Censorship? I hate it so much. It takes away from the song. It ruins the song. There's no vibe. Because I know what you're saying. Then I just get mad because I know what it was supposed to be, but yep. it's not that. <laughs> all it does is kill the vibe and kill, like, make the beat off. Like, that's all it does. So, and the vibe is like, the vibes the song gives you is why people love music. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit mm-hmm. takes you somewhere else. You start ruining the vibe, it's like, oh, man, the song's I'm just is like, what is this? What is this? I don't even like this anymore. <laughs> start questioning everything. It's, 
How is it? Yeah, it does. I heard it was, the radio needs to die out, so it's just not. It's I not. Mean, everybody got Oscars now. Yeah, no one really listened to it. And the commercials, it's like a one hour commercial free. It's like your your commercials right now. Yeah. You're exactly what that is. Yep. Stop it. And then you switch one song, one radio, they're playing one song, you switch to another radio station, like one of the popular ones. Mm-hmm. It's the same song at a different time. And you gotta then you do the whole waiting option. Okay. Which one of these was later in the song? Yeah. So I stay on this one until it ends, until it ends sooner. And I hope it gets the next one. That's the game you have to play. Then, there there was like multiple times over the summer. It was Ed Sheeran on like three different stations. Yeah. And I was like, man, like this is a good song. What you are know? you talking about? People that transcend all people? Ed I think Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran and maybe Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Yeah, no, that is a, that's a good example. Damn. Bruno Mars is. He is. <laughs> what he does, he's, he's outrageous. Bruno Mars has, like, he is top-level childish Gambino, Chris Brown talent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like, you're just good at everything. And Pharrell. Yeah, no, Pharrell. Yeah. Dude, he, Happy, it's like, no matter how many times you've heard that song, that's a good vibe song. Dude, that song, it's perfectly described that this is a great song. And it's in a great movie. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Pharrell is he produces a lot. He produces a lot of good yeah. songs. He can, he's been on records. And he's in fashion. Yes. His human race Adidas are killing I'm not a biggest fan of those, though. But a lot of people I like it. I feel like, are you a fan of those? No. I'm okay, a big, I, so, I don't rock one of shoes. Okay, that's true. They're so loud. They're, they're, they're so loud. You don't gotta get the yellow ones. No, but I mean, if you're gonna get them, like you might as well get them. Yeah, those are dope. And they, say, the and they have words on each one. That shit's dope. I like it when it shoes mismatch. Like those LeBron 14 graffiti ones. No, yeah. The 13 lows yeah. that I showed you, they were like, one of them was white, one of them was black. I was like, I would rock. Yeah, that's how I feel about the uh, the Air Jordan ones that have the, the blue and black on one of them and the red. I mean, oh, the white yeah. and the red on the other one. Uh-huh, it's yeah. like a mismatch. Yeah. But it's like, it looks dope. It it's does look like, dope. Oh, what are you doing? It's timed, like, what the fuck this <laughs> is. It's like, if you time it right, it's like, oh, I, I'm like, I don't get it, but I like it. It's all about the vibe. Dude, shoes. Shoes. I'm, that's another thing that I'm, like, honestly really grateful for that you have brought me up. Yeah. Is how much the shoe game affects the look. It's crazy. It, it changes crazy. the appearance. You can dress something up or down, and it just, like, your entire, you change the game. Like, right there, off the back. Because, like, especially for guys, girls is obviously a whole different thing. But with guys, like, you put on a clean white or black shirt, you can go out, depending yeah. on what the rest is. Yep. Or you could go not out and go yeah. to, like, a friend's. Like, you, you're okay, but it's, like, so easy to put on. Then, what t- like, if you wear jeans, if you wear a different type of, like, more fancier mm-hmm. pants, and then you wear jeans and a polo, right? Or something like that. Yeah, and then, like, then you the can dress it over down with the shoes. Yeah. You wear that with boots, or you wear it with jays, and you still yeah, cool. yeah, you still look fly. Yeah. It's so, it changes everything. I feel like it's lucky for us, but like, okay, I'm gonna get into this a little bit. Let me go to how we're lucky. Um, yeah. It's really simple nowadays. Like, fashion is, has become more like just plain colors, but like simplicity into it and like have like a color combination that works. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's like you have one thing that's loud and that's like it. Like, and like it's good. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a good match. But um, if you look at outfits from back in the day, it's like they probably thought they, they were dressing cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all about the times. Like, people yeah. used to do, like, they used to, like, and now, like, uh, I don't know, maybe it was, like, there was the Jalen Rose Fab Five in the basketball. Mm-hmm. That was a huge thing in, like, early 2000s that made people go from, like, shorter shorts mm-hmm. to, like, baggier shorts. Right. And that became, like, a thing. Wearing baggy clothes was, like, dope. Yeah, um, there was a picture of, um, uh, the NBA, uh, yeah. like, a bunch of basketball players yeah. wearing suits back in the day. Yeah. Suits were all baggy. Like, yeah. they were horrible. And you look at them now, they're all, like, fitted, fitted. tight, clean. Yep. Like, just, just, like, I think it looks perfect now. It's just, like, clean. Fitted look. It's, it's clean. clean. It's clean. So There's clean. no excess. But bag, I think baggy was a lot more of an urban symbol. Like, wearing baggy stuff was a lot more, like, cities. Inner mm-hmm. cities were more okay, like that. that and, like, certain demographics were like that compared to, like, now, like, now really the fit is more important. Like, all, like what you're wearing is supposed to be. Yeah. Also supposed to reflect your personality. Yeah, everyone has a different look. Which is awesome. Which is why fashion is so cool. Because literally anybody can rock 
So there's something to rock for everybody. You just gotta find it. You gotta find it. It takes effort to find it, though. Yeah, a lot of people think up. it's more effort than it is, but it's just like a little bit of trial and error. Yeah. And then, like, you feel around, it's like, yeah, you're gonna waste a little bit of money, yeah. but then you figure it out, and you're like, oh, like, I got this. This is I me. This yeah. is me. Like, this yeah. is my look. And when you're comfortable in what you're wearing, it's like, you get strength. That's why I always talk about <laughs> shit. I told you this before. Like, I think James, even James agrees. Like, if I'm in, like, Jordans or I'm in, like, just like do- something dope, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. Like you feel like invincible, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of people get from a lot of different things. Right. But like shoes are a thing. That's why like I used to be like, oh, shoes. Like I didn't like shoes, but like I'm not in the shoes. Yeah. And then now I'm like, oh, shoes are really, <laughs> shoes are a big part of my life. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's why I didn't really realize. I'm just looking at my shoes though. <laughs> <laughs> Your collection getting up there though. It is, but I just I the ultra boot. Yeah, but that that's changed. <laughs> yeah. Never changed. I, I personally like for me like the best um example is that I always wear running shoes. Yeah, but that's like, you. I like sleep. Yeah, like, like, I'm kind of tall, I'm kind of skinny. Yeah, it's just like that's that's my thing. Yup. But you can rock like you always rock with Jays. Yeah, it's just like it's just everybody's just different. Like running yeah. shoes with like joggers, like jo- the jogger movement completely changed the running game. That's another thing, joggers, the cuffed look. Like, yeah, that's a big. The cuffed are like the roll up. Yeah. Like, I remember when someone first told me like roll up my jeans, like why? Yeah, why? I used to always get like boot cut jeans yeah. or like the ones that are, like goes around my shoe. Yeah. So it doesn't do that. Okay, here, I have a question about that. Is that, is it, that's kind of like a chicken and egg thing, because did sh- shoes becoming more popular make that more popular because you want to show off your shoes more? Or do you, no, or, I, I think that's what it is. Or is it shoes became it. more popular because I'm wearing these and my shoes get showed off more? You know what I'm saying? Did joggers make running shoes popping, or was it the other way around? Did joggers make shoes? I don't know. Because joggers has been like a what? A recent move, like four it or five years movie, movement, right? But running shoes have also been recent. I don't know True. how. Like, Ro- Roshi ones started it, and still Adidas took it over. Yeah, I had Roshi's. Yeah, everybody had Roshi's. Had Roshi's. Everyone had Roshi's. Everybody Roshi's. had Roshi's. It's like, Roshi's was like the Wii of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had a Wii, man. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> I still have my Wii at home. I don't even use that thing. No one uses that thing anymore. Yeah, and everybody realized, like, this isn't as great as we thought it would. No. No, no, at the time it was fun. Dude, they were fashionable. The you can't run in them one. You what? can't, the Roshis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they lose grip immediately. They lose grip immediately. At least for me, it's just me. But, like, my shoes have no grip on them. But then Yeezys became that. And then most people can't afford Yeezy, yeah. so Adidas just made Ultra Boost. That's like a middle ground. And NMDs, and then yeah. those are fashionable as fuck, bro. Yeah, they look really NMDs good. are clean. They're clean. NMDs are so clean. Yeah, okay. But I was actually talking about how we do it. Oh. <laughs> I'm in the beginning. In the beginning, that's what I was saying. That's yeah, what I was saying. Like, yeah, in the beginning, I agree. Because you're like, Wii Sports, oh, this is dope. And then you're like, oh, Wii Sports? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all right. <laughs> <laughs> Though. Like no, Sports was so fun though. It, it was. was so. You should play ba- like me and my cousin would do boxing or yeah. baseball. And, like yeah. we get into it. Yeah, we get into it. Like I would like. I remember the beginning. Like put your straps on. <laughs> put your strap on. You're saying you're, you're saying like we're half ass in this game. This is a real game. Just about to go down. Nunchucks will be fine. <laughs> no, but honestly, once I got Call of Duty Five, I realized playing with the Wii Zapper was not oh, what I thought it was. The Wii and I was like, oh. yo, we're getting an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're getting an Xbox. So I can play Call of Duty. Why did you pick Xbox? Over? You had more people. Oh, Halo. Halo. Because really? for me, the biggest thing my neighbor when I was little, we played the original Xbox, mm-hmm. and that's when the Halo Two just came out. Mm-hmm. And for me, Halo 2, and based on the people I know, Halo 2 revolutionized the game. Halo 2's multiplayer online was terrific, and the campaign was awesome. So, like, for me, that was the game that got me into Xbox. And then from there, I was like that. And then also, yeah, then I had a, I wanted Xbox for that. And then once I got that, I never really played on the PS3. I didn't know right, too many people. Right, right. So, like, it's a little different. 
Dude, the console in middle school, for us at least, in middle school, having the, what console you has directly affects what you have. Yes, because who directly you Directly affects what you can't play through PS4. All of middle school, everyone that I talked to was like, we played COD together. Exactly. We were such a loser. We'd go, <laughs> we'd go home, we'd play COD, and then the next day at lunch, we'd just talk about things that exactly. happened during COD. <laughs> we'd just be there <laughs> talking about what happens. Like, oh, dude, do you remember that time we fucking did the 360? And the, Yo! This is, this is, <laughs> the sole creator for that, that story is so... Probably that tra- like that's across America, and that's only because of fucking Modern Warfare Two. Dude, that game. Modern Warfare oh Two changed God. everything. It changed Nobody, gaming. Not enough. Like the entire male population through middle school played Modern Warfare Two more than any other game they played. Without definitely. Like it's ridiculous how many people know about oh like what Commando is. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, you see yeah, what Commando yeah. is? How dumb it was. Yeah, it was stupid. Everybody knows. It's crazy. It's crazy. Dude, I remember I used to go to the 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 night that it would come out, like release night. Yeah. And like I'd wait in line, and I remember how many people were like just fan like like cult like for Call of Duty. It was like I'm fucking here, like I'm getting this. Like you know how they had like the boxes. Yeah. They had like the prestige edition. Yeah. Stuff like yeah, they yeah. stuff that's like the full come with it. Um, uh-huh. I think when Black Ops they gave you like an RCX. Oh, uh, shit. I think Black Ops 2 was a drone. Um, it was like a small drone. Um, uh, <laughs> no, like, nonetheless, it was a drone. Like, yeah. it was a, I think it was a quad rotor, okay. um, which was like very new at the time, which mm-hmm. was mad cool. They gave you it in like a big luggage. But I remember how many people would get that. Like, like everyone wanted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was costly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget how expensive games were. Really? Really? Like and controllers. 60 though. Controllers, I feel like, got more expensive. They did. I don't know 100% why. did. I don't know why. Because I remember controllers would be like $30, $40. I think it's just a technology. They're 50 now. Them. Which are as much as the games. 50 to 60. Yeah. Which are as much as the yeah. games are. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. It makes, it, makes life different. It makes everything. <laughs> I just want to play this game. That's why you got to always get wired. I don't know why people don't want to get wired. Cause I'll take I mean, it, take, it makes it a little bit more different. Oh. You can't go all the way back. Yeah, you can't go all the way back. You can't go all the way back. You got an extra you, wire. You need to change the setup. And you... <laughs> uh, wire management. That's That's a, I had to do wire management. That's not yeah, I just did it there. I think adding any amount of wires. Everything's getting Bluetooth now. Yep. Everything is all Everything wireless. My mom just caught wireless Bluetooth are permanent. I'm going to get like, all right. Yeah, I sent them the ones you told me to get. Because if you guys don't know, anytime I buy anything, your mom just tells me what to get, and then I get it. For tech? Yeah, for tech. because yeah, I usually just ask Keyshawn to tell me what to get, and Keyshawn tells me what, because he actually uses tech. Yeah, I don't know anything about I look up. I look it up only because he'll usually mention it, and then I'm like, fuck, he knows more than me about this. I'll figure this out a little. Yeah, but I don't even question what he's like. Just take it. You're like, yeah, all right. I just, I think, <laughs> you're right. You're I'm going to worry the whole time, like, oh, this or this, and I just go, oh, your mom's Honestly, like, it's not me. being a surface-level person in technology, like, just kind of like the basic knowledge is a lot more than most like a lot of people out there yeah and it's not that difficult to go service level like i built this pc and like i'm not competent (laughs) period like i'm not not a competent person it wasn't really that difficult if you can follow instructions like basic instructions like you can read and try to understand like the basic uh how it works yeah yeah and same thing for when it comes to like any other form of technology it's like if you just read off on it a little bit um it just becomes like a second name it's not like difficult things that you need to know I think it's more of like one of those things where it's like the the idea of how hard I think it is mm-hmm. is too hard for me to want to try. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, because like I'm I'm like because well, all these letters and numbers and you're yeah, like oh yeah I don't like mess it up or nothing. I don't, I don't know anything about computers. I mean literally all you have to do is just kind of Google the specification like how capable or powerful whatever parts are and mm-hmm. then there are websites that will do basically everything like i did like pc part I just put everything that like i wanted mm-hmm. and i'll have like the prices and everything and it would tell me if it was compatible even though i did actually get a, a cpu cooler that <laughs> that wasn't compatible but that was on me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome they have that that's huge because yeah. as building pcs become it's become more and more popular yeah 
then that's usually. I think honestly, more people should. I don't know why. Like, there's so many people over a laptop. Portability. Uh, what else is there other than portability? Like how how easy it is to make it? It, de- it depends on the person. That's the because like for me it's like I don't need power on the. I if I'm on the go like I only need my Chromebook because yeah. like I'm just uh, checking out homework and stuff. Uh-huh. But there are a lot of people who want to have. Who wanna have... <laughs> you you want to know what I'm laughing right now? Yeah. I'm thinking about the, the tentacles. <laughs> Dude, that's a good intro. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. We literally sat there for like two minutes like, wait, what is, what is the joke? I knew, I, I knew I knew it. I knew I knew it. And then you said it. I was like, that was it. You got it right. That was really good. You, you, what you said was right. But, yeah, I get most of my jokes. Reddit? Reddit is the front page of the internet. That's my problem. You will always be telling me to get on Reddit. But... I'm not even on Reddit enough. There are people who Reddit more. And you, so you're trying to imply that being on Reddit is definitely a, like a good thing you should be doing. Not just yes. like, oh, if you I think, I think without a doubt, like if you're... If you're trying to just be up to date with about everything generally, yeah. like you're not gonna be like you know 100 percent about everything or yeah. you're like in depth knowledge, but like you'll know approximate knowledge. Of yeah, <laughs> that's basically what Reddit. And is if it's not like biased, then that's what people. Because yeah. everybody gets their news from it. Yeah, everybody gets their news. And if it's like bad, like Reddit right now, I'm pretty sure they have a live um, of just people uh, that are talking about Hurricane Irma. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Like that. They have threads. There's a, they that's have, what the subreddits and threads, and it's yeah. it's really. Uh, Big emphasis on community, mm. which is really, really... That's awesome. But yeah, there's a live thread with 42,000 people on Damn. Reddit. Yeah. And it's just people putting in news, like, updates on, like, what's going on, like, where it's moving to, um, how strong it still is. And it's, like, all these people are just trying to get information on. That's it's important. like It's, it's um, just because there's so many people on it, it's, it's so good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's uh, consistency in numbers. Yeah. So, like, the things that should go to the top end up at the top. And, yeah. You know, shouldn't... That's amazing. Grow. I need to get on that because that's our use. If it's non-biased and anything you want, literally anything. Yeah. And like her, if Hurricane Irma, if that's where you go for news and it's accurate, yes. it can tell a lot of people who are in Syria, like, in a, that are in the area or have family in the area, it can help you. Like, you see, oh, what is it like? They're like, probably also, like, I don't go deepest, but they're probably kind of forming up. Yeah. But it don't. Oh. Yeah. 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 I mean, but if you use it for just news. That's, yeah. And meme. Or right. information. And memes. Me- me- and no, memes. memes is the number that, dude. <laughs> Facebook is like two days. This is what I, no, this is what I really told you to get. Yeah. The, the news wasn't the important reason that I told you to get ready. Yeah. It's because you sent a meme on Facebook to uh, our group chat, yeah. and it was a exactly. meme that was two days old. It was a, he sent me a two day old meme. Guys. It was like, the John Snow meme. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, they That's they made this meme like two hours after the show, like, yeah. and it was up on Reddit. Almost immediately got uploaded to the top, and it was like the first thing I saw when I went on Reddit. <laughs> you make me look bad. <laughs> I shouldn't, because honestly, I'm the only one that uses Facebook, and I don't give a fuck. Like I like Facebook. Facebook is, I understand it. The Messenger is awesome. I mean, it's made for. Like, yeah, just... well, that's good because I don't know anything. So <laughs> I, I like I like the Messenger, and on Facebook, like I like making statuses. I'm making statuses about some random thing I'm thinking. Honestly, it's surprising that not that many people. There are some people, but I I just find it like I I can't do that really. Like just put random random posts. I feel like that's more of a thing for Twitter. Yeah, I'm not. I made a Twitter and then I didn't use it. I, I, just, I was like, I pr- should probably make a Twitter. It's like, I'm trying to, like, reach out to people. Yeah. I made the Twitter. I think anything with hashtags is you can get, like, any hashtags you can get, you, you can get into groups. You, you can't get into groups. You can groups. filter. You can yeah. filter stuff. The thing is, like, I, the thing I don't like about hashtags now is, like, hashtagging is... <laughs> <laughs> the act of hashtag. The hashtag, the hashtag uh, action. Yeah. Um, It's kind of, like, it feels, like, businessy in a way because, like, People will hashtag things in a very specific way. Like if you're on Instagram, like yeah. have very specific hashtags to put them on a certain page or like kind of like affiliate them yeah. themselves with uh, something. With the search result. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like, like what I like doing is like just putting random hashtags. Yeah. Which doesn't really help my cause if I'm trying to reach. But if they search a hashtag, you're gonna be one of. That's true. You're more likely to be cut off. That was first done on YouTube with tags. That was on YouTube. See, I don't know how to use YouTube tags anymore. Because that's huge with YouTube tags. If you search in the search bar, everybody like uses search bar. You type in anything with those related. Yeah, you're gonna like, you're gonna it. find it. See, I gotta learn how to use tags properly. Yeah, hey, for, for my for, most common publicity? hashtag is like hashtag hashtag. <laughs> I usually put hashtag hashtag, <laughs> and then I'll follow it by hashtag hashtag seven, <laughs> and that'll be it. And, like I'll, I'll have a bunch of other random stuff that makes sense. And like some of the hashtags I use are actually like the uh, most popular ones. Uh, you yeah. get like an article on like the most popular and top hashtags, mm-hmm. and I find the ones that are relevant to what I do. And I just have a, one that's like I have like a like a. A Google Keep with the hashtag block on, oh, yeah. on like specific, you know, which I can type it out every time. You are organized. Remember. That's what you. I think if you're organized, you're allowed to be a little bit dumber. I think oh. it's, 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 it's a huge skill. It has. I've I've directly seen it benefit significantly. No, it makes a big like even if you're not the smartest person or like like it takes if it's like like Peter and James are two guys with yeah, me who like I really like looked at what they did and I like took that as an example. It's like. Even though they knew they were kind of slower at picking something up, or like yeah. it take them, they know it would take them an extended amount of time. They just allot that extended amount of time, which, which you know, that makes sense. Like that's what you should do. And for me, I was always like, if I didn't get it, like I was just dumb. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm just like, I can't, it's just not happening. I, guess. <laughs> I feel like the change becomes because you're right. Uh, both those guys, like they are so like he's like, oh, like uh, there's like a party like th- three, four, five days ahead of a test. Most mm-hmm. people aren't studying before like maybe three days. Right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no, I can't, I gotta study. And he's like, I was like, when's your test? He's like, oh, next week. I was like, damn, like, he, yeah. he does it. They're and ahead like, of time. And he always says, like, it's because, like, I don't get it unless I just put yeah. in, oh, like, a ridiculous amount of hours. Yeah. And that goes back to something we talk about. We talk about a lot of this stuff all the time. Like, it doesn't matter how you get it. If the point yeah, is, though, you need the result. As long as you get it. You get an A, nobody gives a fuck if you're one of those kids that just, like, gets an A without yeah. studying. It's not like high school. A, in yeah. high school, it was like all like all your. Are you that guy that does study? Yeah, that's yeah. stuff. It's like it's like in college, it's like dude, you're not failing <laughs> Help me! Yeah, like, <laughs> it's not like that anymore. It's like I'm paying for this. I need to do well. It's real shit. Like your it matters. Your, your GPA, regardless of whether it's right for making what the emphasis is, mm-hmm. your GPA is especially especially from going to applying to colleges from high school. Yeah, like that should weed you out no matter how smart mm-hmm. you are. You could have done mm-hmm. a lot of. Extracurriculars, your GPA was lower than like ridiculously high, especially for high school. Yeah. Because so many kids in high school get good GPAs. Yeah. You're screwed. And here's the truth. My high school GPA, I'm surprised that. Um, to, 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 <laughs> to because anywhere. like no, because like for my high school, like, I didn't really realize how much it mattered. Mm-hmm. But my overall average was uh, an 87, which isn't bad, mm-hmm. but it's not good. Like I didn't realize how that was not nearly as good as it could have been compared to like other students. Yeah. And I think the only reason I got by was because mm-hmm. they kind of weighted us more. Yeah. They're like, oh, like you take P's and some college classes to so, like benefit of the doubt. And then SAT. Yeah. Um, That's all ripped. Then. But yeah, like I like I yeah, it is like uh from our school, uh most kids go to colleges and a lot of yeah. um I guess like five percent given. That, that's a that's lot. Really good. Yeah. Um. Oh right. Um. If <laughs> if my um average was higher, like I would have gotten scholarships. Which is like, huge. Which a lot of people. It's a huge impact. No one wants to be. Yeah. No. And anything you gotta do to get money back, like that's why a lot of people become RAs. A lot of people do that for tuition, pay, uh, for uh, housing paid, because mm-hmm. like you gotta do whatever it takes to get there. Yeah, that's your situation. Honestly, if I did not live where I live, yeah. like in terms of our suite, or, like, yeah. I probably would have been in our. Yeah. Because I remember freshman year, I think I talked. You to you. Yeah, I talked to you about this. I was like, 
like the RA, to be an RA, you only have to do like a couple, you have to be to a, go to a couple events and then do an interview and then show that like you're just capable of doing it and you can hold your grades and everything. Yeah. And that's it. Like you get an RA. Like we know a lot of people that are RA. And it's like not, and for those of you who don't know, RA is where to take care of like um, the students and like the dorm life here and they, just make sure like they don't. Yeah. They make sure that everything's safe. Uh, they take care of any complaints in the residence. Yeah. And each RA has a different floor so they, they kind of get to know the residents pretty yeah. well. And they take care of like the stuff on the floor. So like, put the names out, like organize yeah. that one room. Um, if there are any disputes or anything like that, they'll take care of it. Um, but they get uh, their tuition, I think, way Room no, and board. Room and board. They get all of the room and board paid, yeah. Which in Long Island is a lot more important than for a lot of our tuition. Yeah. Because in Long Island, our, our room and board is ridiculous compared to how, if you're in-state tuition. Mm-hmm. My in-state tuition for most of us is lower than the room and board. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, room and board is expensive. It's like 15, 12, 13, 15, something like that. It's, I think, yeah, somewhere around 5,000. Yeah, it's year. ridiculous. With yeah. no, with no I mean, private institutions. But I don't know about room and board. Tuition there. Private oh, institutions okay, okay, are like 40, 50 yeah. grand. Yeah, yeah. But, like, our tuition in-state is pretty decent. That's why Stony Brook is a great school yeah. for people who want to get a really good education in a lot of different areas. Yeah, for, for like, 24000 like, you're making, like, you're going to a very good team. Very you're getting good. really good education, and you have resources that a lot of schools. 100%. But, like, 24000 with room and board, that's a... Yeah. That is a... Yep. A lot of kids, especially with this new, we were talking, we were talking about this too. The Excelsior Scholarship. Yeah, the, that's gonna change the lives, lives of like so many kids. Are gonna become new, something. Kids in New York. Kids especially. are gonna become so much more than what they could have been. Yeah, and without a doubt, without a doubt, it's amazing. I know a lot of, I know a lot of people probably would have gone like more, like they would have branched outwards mm-hmm. to like more schools, like both gone dormant and stuff. Like Sean's like a good. Yeah. Um, he he wouldn't have gone to City College. It was able to because he yeah. wanted to go to Stony Brook, just like I did. Yeah. Um. But to him, I think it was like another three, two to three thousand more a semester. Which is a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. That's a mm-hmm. big difference. So I mean, if he got the Excelsior, everything would have been covered for tuition. Just been what I was. At. Exactly. He would have been here. So like that, could, like would have changed Dude. like the entire route of what. Exactly. College is a huge experience. It's not even about. The sc- it is about the school, but it's also not about. The it's not. Yeah. Like what happens to you, me, how yeah. you change. So yeah. So going back to me being an RA, like yeah. if it wasn't this, like I looked at our suite and like people we lived with, yeah. and I was like, I won't get this if I become an RA. And you I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the out and take the loans and pay that money off later on. I feel like that was an investment that was definitely. I, I mean. I mean, I, for me. Yeah. I'm not gonna say, yeah. but it's dope that. It happened like that. Yeah. But yeah, our room is our room is special. It's different. Yeah, our room is special. But yeah. I don't. I think that having so many people from such a wide races like it's yep. bound to happen where you get group. Yeah. Like, it's not just our group. Like I mean, no, there's not, many no. groups out there that are really have a lot of people. But I think it's also like the fact. I mean, I'm not hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, we are all different, but. We are very okay with other people being different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, like, people don't talk shit. Like, there's a difference between talking shit because somebody's weird. Like, you're just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, like, I think whatever you're doing is weird. Like, the way you dress, the way you act, whatever is weird. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not anything about how you are as a person. Versus, I'm talking shit because, oh, yo, this guy was being an asshole, right? Right. We don't talk shit about people for being, like, like for being them. Yeah, like, I... I mean, I think given the fact that we are close to New York and we're yeah. like closer to li- like a larger majority of like liberal people, I think we're on a campus where you'll find more people that are more okay. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. General doing things, yeah. and on top of that, like city, city okay. kids. So like city is one thing, and like all of that, and then on top of that, like college is already a place where people yeah. like aren't really as like they're not really at a place where they can be that judgmental. Yeah, because they haven't found themselves. Like, mm-hmm. you know I mean, like everyone's. And everybody's like, everybody's worried. Yeah. When you like, when you find people that like, when you got so much going on with your life and you gotta worry about additionally like how every move you make like, like oh, like I got all this school, all this job applications, everything. Now I gotta worry about what I say around people. 
Like, it just makes it everything so much worse. You're around people that, like, you can just be yourself around, mm. and they're, like, okay with, like, everybody's just, like, accepts you for you, where you are. Like, yeah. you know, like, you don't got to be really close to everybody, but nobody's trying to change. Yeah. This is what it is. We're going to either get along or not. And that's that's liberating for a lot of people. Yeah, but I mean, it's in today's age, for our, like, people that are coming up, like, it's yeah. a hostile social media. Yeah. It's so, like, it's, like, the one of the big reasons I didn't want to start a podcast a channel was, like, I was scared. That by mistake, I'd say something that would catch someone off guard and like, piss them off for no reason. It's like, even if I didn't mean it out of like a uh, like foul intent or like bad intent, like, yeah. like it might come off as like something I shouldn't have said. And like, I just said it in the moment, so I wasn't paying attention to it, but yeah. I might not have meant it. But because of the fact that it's already on the internet, it can, I can get judged. Yeah. So you're saying like, you, you're, you're trying to say that right now people are very like soft about stuff? <laughs> the flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not like they're like... Like, people less, like, stuff I think people say. Wanna, the people are more, like, on the edge of their seat waiting for someone to say yeah. something. And I don't know okay, okay, why that exists nowadays, but, like, people are just, like, they're just waiting. They're like, like, I want like, you to say I, something. Like, say say yeah, something. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. come on, I know you won't. I know you won't. <laughs> just so they can make a big deal about it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think people let words, like, like, like not even, like, words, like, directed at them. Just, like, they'll take something somebody says and, like, have a problem with it. Yeah, maybe not be, like, the nicest thing, but, like... Everybody's gonna always be talking about you. Like, yeah. I don't understand why you gotta make it like people get like really upset about it. Just chill with your friends, fuck everybody else. Just, like, <laughs> like why you gotta make it like a really like big deal? Some of it's worth like worth it. Some of it, some of the things people say are just not helpful. like uh, I feel that way about the current president. Yeah. But um, are we getting politics? Is that what we're doing? Nah, I don't know. Do that. Not, I'm not, not today. <laughs> not today. But yeah, like. I don't, I don't think, I think people, I think people try to look for, they try to scrutinize way too late. Yeah, and it makes it difficult to you gotta walk, do. You walk on the eggshells, like, I don't know if I say it like this, yeah. something good or bad is going to happen. Mm -hmm. With everybody checking your profiles. Like, yeah, you're everywhere. Yeah. Everyone so is everywhere. You could not get a job over that stuff. Yeah, say something. It's scary. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's where the, that's where the social the social movement is going. All right, this is too dark. We're going to switch over to lifting. Okay. Talk about, talk about uh, lifting. Let's go. This is prime time, prime yeah. time. This is what we do here. Mm -hmm. Um. So I think I mentioned in my first video that I was a personal trainer. I might not have, but I, I am. This does me. Um. And, uh, so Pooh Bear, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he actually lost weight from 195-ish, and he's around, like, 150-55 now, like, coasting around 155, and, oh, like, half the time we talk about lifting, we talk about how the average person thinks it's so much more difficult than it is. Like, working as a trainer, like, I, everyone that I've worked with, like, they just need general fitness. Like, they're, like, 35% of America's obese, and yes, that's a random stat that I'm throwing out, and I think it's 35%. But uh, most people just need like a regular exercise routine, but no one does. It's, this is a good example of the P. Why I don't want to build a P because I'm scared. I just look at it and I'm scared because I see oh, a bill. Look at, look at that. Look, look at that. look at this. Look at the connections. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> But, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I look at this PC, it's built, I'm like, I don't know how to put it in this. All right, that should motivate you then. That's a, yeah. that's a good uh, analogy. That, that's how it's that's a good analogy right But there. it depends how people are. Yeah. Like, okay. you Kobe, like, knowing somebody else is better than you, you will not stop until yeah, I'm yeah. better than you. That's, that's true. That's what makes people different. But, yeah, like, I think a lot of people make it harder. There's a lot of things I can talk about. about what that's I, what we're here to do. <laughs> what I've learned about, doing. what I've learned from working out, or not even just working out, just, like, overall health, um, both, you know, working out, and diet, but I think people need to take pride in small wins. You know, um, this is something I struggle with. I'm always bitching about this. <laughs> no, I am. I am always bitching about this. But, <laughs> but, but like, like when not everything is gonna go perfect. You fuck up. 
that's the way it goes. That's what any. Yeah. Yeah. And with this, you have to understand. This is something you guys always tell me when it's I start. Long term. Yeah, it's long a marathon. Term. It's not a sprint. It's not a sprint. So you got to make lifestyle changes, and then that over your time will completely change your life. People, people think it's uh one or like I was saying this. Yep. I think it was yesterday. It's, it's, yep. it's one end or the other. It's either you do absolutely nothing, or like it's not gonna work. Like I tried last time, and or it's like you think there's gonna be one program that's just gonna change your life. You're gonna do it for four weeks, and you fucking you're Schwarzenegger. Like yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Not, that's not the case though. And then people. I want to buy programs because they think that it's so complicated that I need this person. Yeah. I don't want to get too much into like that whole thing, but like people make it more complicated than it needs to be. A lot of, especially with now with nutrition facts and how far it's, it's so gone, easy. It's That's the biggest easy. thing that gets me tight because like I'll talk to I'll talk to my clients and like the first session we always do yeah. is like we do a body composition. Mm-hmm. We get like you know where they stand, what issues they might have, and you know get a general idea of where they stand. Yeah. And every single one's like, yeah, I know nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's like dude, what's like you gotta pay attention to what you're putting in yourself. Yeah. It affects everything else. And if you're not, it's very easy to start. Just yeah. like, just think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't take too much time or anything. Just think, oh, what is this? Like, what am I putting in my body? Yeah. What is What should I be putting in my yeah. body? And, like, a lot of people know, like, they don't need to know anything about, like, macronutrients or anything like that to know, like, oh, like... Calorie. Every, calories are calorie. Calories That's, calorie. like, the biggest thing. If you're just trying to lose weight yeah. and you're, like, like kind of overweight, yeah. or, you know, it's, like... Like, you haven't done anything at this point, and you're just trying to, like, base level, just trying to lose some weight and, you know, get generally healthy. It's just, like, knowing how much calories you're putting in. So, calories in, calories out. It's the simplest yeah. method. It's very simple. And also, a lot of people know about things that are bad. Like, you know soda's bad if you drink a lot of soda? All right, start trying to drink diet soda. Yeah. Once you get off that, try being off soda. Yeah. Everybody knows drinking a lot of water is good for you. I think, again, going back to, like, the one end of the other, it's yeah. like, that people don't, like progression yeah they don't do progressions and thing it's like oh like i need to quit soda soda and i just need to kick it out like to the curb right now and that's like not gonna work that's like that's just like having an addiction and just like oh it's over it doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way for anything no. like that's why i mean this is a problem i had for such a long time where like i with the uh, with marijuana right <laughs> with, marijuana, <laughs> with marijuana like it's something where you think is like it's very easy to get off of it if you just like all right tomorrow i'm gonna stop but it won't Mm-hmm. You have to slowly wean yourself off. And yeah. that's with anything. Yeah. That's with cigarettes. Yeah. That's with any bad habit. It doesn't matter what it is. Any form of, of a habit. Yeah. Habit is something that, you know, it builds it's on built. itself. Like, it's it's programmed into you at a point. So yeah. You have, to, you have to build, like, you have to build good habits. And yeah. that has to overtake the bad habits. And yeah. you get adjusted to it. Habits are a double-edged sword. And this is something um, Alex taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... The good thing about a habit and the bad thing about a habit is how hard it is to build. Mm-hmm. Because the good thing about a habit is that if, once you build a habit, it's very hard to get out of a habit. Yeah. So once you're in it, it's like, I'm good. Like yeah. I, It's going to be very hard, a lot of a lot of bad days in a row for me to be yeah. like, all right, I'm giving up on something I've been yeah, doing. Yeah. But the thing about a bad habit is so hard to break. Yep. So The same thing for a good habit. If you build a good habit, it's really difficult to build, but yeah. it's going to be difficult to break down. Because yep. you're already getting accustomed to it. Like for me... Uh, like we were talking about this earlier with organization. Yeah. Like once I started being organized, once mm-hmm. I changed like the entire way I kind of program how I like schedule my life, yeah. like everything is like meticulous. Like it's kept that way. Yeah. Like I'll know the difference. Like like earlier today, like you, you came to my room like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. It was a mess. Yeah. Because <laughs> I came back like a little drunk last night and it was literally just shit was everywhere. And I looked at it and I was like, this is this can't be. Like I got to fix this. Yeah. And. I gotta fix it. Like, I just had to do it, and I could not fix it. For the record, his room is fixed. Like, <laughs> it, it did happen. There's some socks lying around, but that's about it. Well, yeah, but back with lifting, I think people need to understand that it's a long-term thing. It's small progressions, and then being, like, like not congratulating yourself, but, like, being like, yeah, like, I did this, even if it's a small thing. Because a bu- you keep building blocks, and all of a sudden, you know, this is something Will Smith said. You don't try to make 
um, oh, you don't go out, if you want to make a wall, you, the goal should not to be to make a wall. It should be to lay this first brick as perfectly as I can, mm -hmm. so that like there's nothing wrong with this brick. This brick is perfectly laid. And then brick. the next day, this is a good brick. and then yeah, it's a good brick. <laughs> and then the next day, you build another brick perfectly, mm -hmm. and uh, eventually you'll have a perfect wall. Like you have to, yeah, you yeah. Have, every day it's gotta be like, oh, like today I killed it. I went to the gym. I did all my work. Um, I ate well. You know, I cooked instead of going out. Like right. stuff like that. Like you have to be. Once you get into that, then it becomes addicting. Yeah. That's what anything. Yeah, I think um, the I best addicted. the best saying we have um in terms of like lifting is trusting in the process. Yep. I don't know if anyone else says that saying, but I think that's one of the most accurate. Like just trust in it and just like yep. believe in it because. Unlike uh, an uh, usual analogy, we use a test analogy versus mm -hmm. lifting analogy, and I actually use it with all of my clients after we said it, yep. is um, I'll explain to them, you study for a test and you can put it in as much time as you want and you can really, really you know, put in the effort, but then you take that test and it's a variable. You don't know what's going to happen and all you can do is try your best. And then, you know, you get your grade back and it is what it is. But with lifting, it's, if you put in the work, you get you get what you put in out. You're gonna get that that uh, result because of the work you put in. It's a direct effect. It's not up in the air. Yeah. You could take a really hard class, take a test, and like I tried, but it just didn't go well. Mhm. Mm and then you with lifting, like you put in the work, it's there. It's There's there. no questions. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen for you. And that's why it gets addicting because you start getting progress, and you have to stick it out till you get the progress. When yeah. you start seeing a small progress, you're like shit, like. I did this work, I did this. and this is what happened, and that's the way it always will be. It's linear, it's completely linear. So Not linear, but it's correlated completely. Like, I think for the beginning stages, it will yeah. be linear. Yeah, it will. Once it, gets, once it gets like you're into advanced stages, I think that's when it's like, it, it starts like, getting exponent, like, exponentially. Yeah. Like every little bit of muscle you add is just it's harder. Yeah. Definitely. But for most people that aren't trying to get, most people aren't trying to be bodybuilding. Yeah. That's another thing that I don't get. Like all these people that I work with, they're like, oh, like I need all of this stuff to like get. It's like you're not competing. You're just trying to be like generally fit, which doesn't yeah. take a lot. Like being generally fit is like. Just generally being accountable for what you do. Yeah. Like it's very, very like average. Like it's nothing crazy. You don't need to add so much time to your day to do. Yeah, yeah. Just a forty-five minute workout every once in a while. And that's all you need. Trying to be a little more active, not even like something serious. Just be more active and watching what you you will get there. There's mm -hmm. no question about it. You will get there, and you're gonna feel better because obviously you're, you're one. Your body's gonna feel better. Your self esteem's gonna be better. Everything. Else. So that's a huge thing with people. Yeah, people getting scared. Hashtag health out here. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> hashtag, this is what we talk about 24 seconds. 24 seven lifting's a life. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It is. And that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It also builds good habits. 100%. Like on top of on top of like the fact that you're also getting good like benefits like health wise, uh, physically speaking. Yep. Um it builds just like like good psychological habits of consistency, like trusting in the process. It's like it's like staying to a program, like just doing it day in day out and being like this will work out. Yeah, 100%. And it because the things you need to succeed in lifting are things you need in life. You need discipline. Discipline mm -hmm. is the number one thing. Yep, yep. Like some days you're gonna wanna like not do it. Not do it. Wanna do it. But you gotta just do it. Like that's just what it is. That's why Nike's slogan is so good. As yeah. simple as Please. it is, it's the like most most just like like universal slogan of like living. It's like yep. just do it. Like just fucking do it. get to it and that's all you can and that's it. Dude. Simple, clean, effective. Nike runs Nike, even though they just run running shoes, like Nike like yeah. no one is no one can touch Nike. Yeah. Nike They're is, a pedestal of just like what is like shoes. They're terrific. They're terrific. Nike is just outrageous. But yeah, just do it like 
Hundred percent. You gotta just be. You gotta just put your head down, have tunnel vision, just be like, this is what I need to. Do. And it's not a lot. It's not. It's not like your life is gonna change that much. It's gonna change because you're gonna get better. Mm -hmm. But it's not like I really have to dedicate that much time. Just a little bit here and there, make a little smarter decisions, and you'll be okay. Slogan, you'll be okay. Slogans change so much about like. What... Yep. Yep. So do like symbols. So do logo design. Dude. Yeah. Logo, logo design, design changes the entire like just direction that your company is gonna go. Like Guzman. Yeah. I'm like 90% certain the reason why Alpha Elite, on top of how many fans he had, yeah. why it blew up was how clean the Alpha Elite logo was. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's just, like, nice. Like, you look at it, you're like, damn, like, that's working right there. 100%. And the thing about logos is that it goes back to the thing that every, you have to connect with people emotionally. That's any and with the vibe, and that's all about vibes. Everything mm -hmm. is about vibes. So it, vibes. It, yeah, honestly, everything is about vibes. I heard that song. It's a vibe. It's his song. It's okay. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't know. I, like I, only, I only got put on the two chains after this last album. Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. <laughs> that was really good. Y'all haven't heard it? Pretty really Girls good. Like Trap Music. It's really good. But, um. Two Chain is so intellectually dumb. He's on purpose. He knows how to play the game. Yeah, he knows. He's killing it. He's gonna be a legend. He's gonna be a legend. But it looks like he's, he's, a, he's six five. He's, but um, what was I saying? Talking about lifting. Yeah, but oh, yeah, we're talking about the process. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we went over trust. Yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah. Well, yeah, two chains. Two chains is. Oh yeah, the vibes thing. Yeah, you gotta connect with people on the vibes. No matter what art form you're doing, no matter what the way you talk to people, mm -hmm. if you can connect with people. Like how they feel, like oh damn, this person. You just get a vibe from people. Everybody knows what you're talking about. You see somebody. Well, we were like, talking about this last night too. When we girls and guys have like yeah. good, like bad, like I want to say bad vibes because like I yeah. say a girl is a bad, like she's a baddie, yeah. but like I mean good vibes from yeah. all that's a baddie. Vibes well, <laughs> irrespective of, of looks. Yeah. Vibes is just like it's just the way you are. Yeah. Like, you can't just... even like, you can't really fix your vibe that easy. Yeah. Like, you just like the, your persona and the way you are, and also like the way you like just... Beyonce. And Rihanna have two completely different vibes. Yeah. But it's like, damn, like, they got vibes. Like, yeah. They have a certain, like, thing to it's that. It's that it factor. It's their aura. Like, it's yeah. what they are. Uh-huh. Exactly. And I think that if you can do that, that's what that, that's what logos do. That's yeah. what music does. Yeah. Everything. Any type of symbol where you have to translate, like, pictures or something mm -hmm. to, like, how you, it's all about the vibe. And, yeah, his logo, his logo, Christian Guzman's logo. It's, it's fresh. Right. It's, it's fresh. It's so dancing. Like, Rihanna's a, like, and, like, no, I'm not going to say this word, like, a different, but she is a bad bitch. Like, that is what she calls herself. You can't call me out on saying that. Like, she literally says that. But, like, she is, and then Beyonce's, like, the queen. Like, you know what I mean? Beyonce, the thing that's crazy about she Beyonce. She affects so many little black girls. Dude, like, that's what's crazy she, about it. Beyonce, every little black girl wants to be Beyonce. Yeah. For good reason. Yeah. For very, she's the pinnacle. Like, when people, like, like she is, like, what, she's a role model. That's mm -hmm. what it is. She's a role mm -hmm. model for so many people. And, like, what you can accomplish. Like, she's. Like, I personally don't know any, or I can't think of any off the top of my head, like, scandals or any, like, any, like, bad uh, uh, press with uh, Beyonce. Yeah, I mean, other than stuff with, like, Oh, like Jay Z, like whole lemonade thing. Yeah, this, but like yeah. that's not even like major at all. Yeah. And like you, you married a Jay Z, and you are we more than four two than Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on now, Jay Z is. Jay Z. Yeah, they're not gonna be said about But then Rihanna is like also Rihanna's younger. Rihanna's young. We grew up with Rihanna. Where's Beyonce? Yeah, we did. Rihanna was crazy. so young when. Yeah. When, when so Unfaithful came when, out. When um the Chris like I remember when I first actually read about the Chris Brown Rihanna incident. Yeah. Like you realize how young they, they were teenagers at that yeah. time. I think uh I want to say Rihanna was like and, uh, Chris Brown was like yeah Chris Brown has been famous since fourteen or sixteen years when Run It came out. Yeah. When Run It came yeah, out, that's when he was popping. Like he was young as fuck in that. Dude, he's been killing it for so long. And the thing is, like after that happened he literally he just changed kills him. he changed his entire like persona personality look appearance yeah and then he re like ran, he rebranded he himself. came out as a new person yeah and, it, and he, he killed it again 
You killed it again. That's what talent will give you. Who, who are the person who else is talented enough to get past like like what he did was fucked up. Like there's no like question about it. you can't hit you can't put your hands on no, him. Yeah, that's and like what he did was fucked up. And like there's no like it wasn't up in there. Did he do it? Did he not do it? Like, everybody knows what happened. Yeah. He fucked up. He did something really bad, and people still love him. Like, yeah. well, he probably still gets hate mail. He does. He but, probably gets death threats still. He definitely does, but like so many people still like he didn't lose all everybody. Nah, he didn't, lose he didn't even lose like a quarter of everybody. He was sixteen at the time. Yeah. Like he has so many followers. He's not he's a hook man right now for everybody. You put Chris Brown on the beat, you know what you're getting. Top forty. You're getting a top forty hit. And he killed his dancing is outrageous. That's he is not on a, he's on another level when it he comes to talent. Level. When it comes to talent, regardless of if he's a good person or a bad person, talent wise. Would you say he transcends time in terms of like what he's done? Because we're talking about like Michael Jackson way in the beginning. And I think like, he will, yeah. I think he because he's been doing it for long. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like, the thing is, I feel like people don't set, uh, they don't uh, combine the two personalities together. I feel like they're like separate careers. Also, the yeah, they are. Back. He can't go back to be yeah. like, running. Because like after post 2009, it was like that. Just like, who are you? Like, he lost like, a good boy. He lost everything. Like that yeah. part of him like was kind of like chewed up and thrown out. Yep. And now it's like he has to, he has to reinvent himself. And that's what he's known as now. He's not yeah. known as the thing before. Like, it's like, oh, like, this was, remember back then, and yeah, it's like, he doesn't talk he's about not that. like that anymore. Yeah. No. But, I think it depends on how you look at it, is like, his entire career. Yeah. Like, career-wise, like, he's made a huge, and I don't know if he's Michael Jackson. No, obviously not, mm-hmm. but like, I'm saying, like, the idea of, like, yeah. being someone I think who, you know, he, I look back at. I think he 100% does. People who are multifaceted, he's act, he's yeah. been in, in movies. He, he, he was in Stomp the Yard, it's so with Megan Good. Uh, uh, Columbus Shores about like the it's about I think it's about Howard University and like a black step thing like they they do stepping they're like a fraternity stepping stepping is oh, like, just like a type of dancing yeah yeah, yeah yeah I don't know how to describe it just like okay. <laughs> yeah so they had a step team and that's what it's about he's in that for mm-hmm. a little bit I think he's in other stuff it might have been like cameos you know who the funny some of the funniest cameos it's just random just it really? him like what are stuff like he's just in I I don't off the top of my head I don't like know movie? but he's huh yeah like movies uh, as like a cameo movie. or like as a, like no, some of them he's actually like the main roles, and then some of them he's cameos. But he's usually just when he is a cameo, he was he's just that guy that the girl gets. Yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's like the cool guy. Like there's never a role where he's not the cool guy. Yeah, he's so cool. But he is so cool. He's yeah. just, just a t- no, but back in the day, did you see what he used to wear back in the day? He wore when he did Rock Your Body, like and yeah. he was like getting big. It was yeah. a baggy clothes phase. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was part of Instinct, so he was a part of that. Yeah, that's that true. Oh, boy band move. See, no, no, like kids nowadays don't know. They don't know nothing about boy. They don't know nothing. It's not cool to sing in a group of five guys yeah. in a high falsetto anymore. Yeah, it's not. Like, what happened to that? If you start doing this, like, yeah. stop it, guy. <laughs> and, like, One Direction is the only one I can think, and they split them up. In recent years, yeah. That, but they still didn't have a very demographic. Like, I don't think any of us listen. I can't name I mean, I think... I can't name two yeah, songs on One So, like... The I only thought, one that was different was Zayn, and now he's gone. Yeah, he's and he actually made it. And he's he made it. He's he killing it on his own. He's killing it on his own. 100%. Pillow Talk killed it. He got so many views and so yeah. many downloads from him. Definitely went platinum. He's crazy. He's great. Yeah, he's really. But yeah, then. But it's not cool. Like, it's not like a common thing that happens. With groups in general, I feel like. There's not so many groups, like big groups out there. I feel like everyone's doing their own thing, though. It's all like it's about the money, that's why. I want it's about the money too, I think, because of the fact that like, the internet lets put themselves out so we True. Like they don't need like a bunch of people kind of connecting together and like, getting all of their connections working together yeah. type of thing. It's just like, like I'm gonna do yeah, I didn't even think about that. Maybe I... that could that could be it. I mean, with SoundCloud? Yeah. SoundCloud made people. Yeah. Like, like, like Chance. Made... Chance is made on SoundCloud. It's Russ was made on Russ SoundCloud. Russ was made on SoundCloud. So like everybody's been huge for, for up and coming people. Yeah. Like Lil Uzi got huge on SoundCloud. Yeah. And that's Lil... the biggest that's the biggest thing. I mean like that. Just goes into what I'm doing again. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, 
And it's like like this. Like I can put it out on my own. I don't need to put in the effort of like going through someone else. Or like yeah. you know, for same thing for YouTube. It's like I can do it on my own. Like yeah. same thing with artists. Like why wouldn't they want to do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like their work. Like they want to put in their work and get a one to one ratio of like yeah. trusting the process that they're gonna be doing. You know, and then getting where they want. You gotta believe in this. Shit, you man. do. You do. That's the. I think that's the secret to life. Yeah, I think that's the secret to life. As far as like as dumb as it may sound, yep. it's like if you just pretend like like. Like, I'm gonna kill it. Like, I fucking got this. Like, I'm the man. Or, like, it, it sounds cocky, but, like, if you are put yourself in that mindset of, like, I'm gonna do it, you do it. Like, you're yeah. just like, all right, like, I'm gonna do it. hundred, like, confidence is just, like, every, confidence is everything. You have to it believe, like, you are better. Not, I don't wanna say make it seem bad, but if everybody thinks that, I feel like it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you have to believe that, like, you are better than everyone. Like, I can do this, like, look, there's an exception, like, oh, you can't do this because only, like, like 1% of people make it. Mm-hmm. Well, I am that 1%. Yeah. If you've been putting a lot of time into some crap, yeah. and you're, like, questioning, can I make it, can I not make it, you need to think, like, you are the shit. Because yeah. only the people who think that are the ones that you have to. And that's something that everybody's got. Because you start doubting everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, this hasn't happened for me yet. Why? I'm the problem. What I do. Yeah, am I trying to Because you too. guacamole. <laughs> Always guacamole. 100% always guacamole. But it's just like, like there's two options. Either you're not working hard enough or you're not good enough. And mm-hmm. the second one, you're not good enough, is scary. If you come to the conclusion, I'm not good enough, then like you're in like a, well, what yeah. do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> but if, most of the time, it's just like, I'm not working hard enough. But you have to like keep working and believe that and you are good uh, enough. That's that's a big reason. Like uh, The new season of BoJack Horseman came out and all yeah. of us have been talking about it. Like That's a big reason why I like that show. Mm-hmm. They very accurately depict what it's like to be in a position of doubt. Yeah. Of like, not knowing or like satisfied or like yeah. being like in your mind all the time yep. it's like really difficult to explain to someone like being in your mind if they're not the type of person that... you always tell me that it's it is it's like you i mean like even for you you're someone who's in your mind yeah. right yeah. and then like we talked to jamie he's like, like i'm never in my mind like, oh jamie yeah yeah same thing with you i talked to kishan he's like i'm just i just do yeah. think about it but it's like to explain to someone that isn't in that state of mind it's really difficult to like kind of show them or like explain like which yeah um why, show, why you're anxious yeah but the show like depicts that really well and like it shows people like, what it could be like dark but it's like that's why that's a big reason why i think that show's so good yeah yeah you guys have been hyping up and i, I i'm gonna try watching it because i'm gonna season not, four is amazing i'm, I'm only on uh, episode six but it's yeah. been amazing i'm not gonna expect it to be a comedy i'm gonna look, watch it for like yeah it, it's it has comedic uh tones to it and parts but the majority of it's pretty dark it hits on like social matters and then also like political affairs and at the same time like real world issues yeah. but through cartoons that are trippy <laughs> as fuck <laughs> yeah, that show a lot of people like honestly cartoon like representations of real life like those type of are really deep the boondocks was like that was a huge cultural thing like, yeah. talking about like things that are going on in life like south park is another one south park is forever. yeah and a lot of people get like a lot of insight into like pop culture yeah through those things yeah. so. i'm pretty sure uh south park's um or the scientology, yeah, or the scientology episode were like accurate depiction and yeah. it's just like wow like, cool Thanks. and i get it through cartoons through entertainment yeah, yeah exactly i think that's why south park's been around because of the fact that it's not just a show it's mm-hmm. more than a show and that's why i think bojack horseman is a good show it's more than just a show like it transcends like being just a show for being a show like yeah. it talks about things you, and, you get something out of it yeah and i think i uh, like People later on probably won't be able to like appreciate it for what it is much yeah. because of the fact that the show right now I think discusses the things that are going on right now. Uh-huh. Like it's not like if you're in the future like you're not gonna get why yeah. it's you as live big a deal. Yeah. So I think that's why the show is. and it's worth watching. It. Yeah. yeah. Plug for BoJack Horseman. Sponsoring. <laughs> yeah. Free plug.
so that was actually um, the entirety of the podcast. But unfortunately, the first time I recorded uh, my conversation with Pooh Bear, I completely forgot to mention the last section of this podcast. And I actually didn't do this on the first episode either, just because what I've been doing for these two episodes, it's kind of been freelance, and I've just kind of been uh, you know, testing the waters to see how the conversations would go. Um, what I want to do at the end of these podcasts is um, what really distinguishes uh, mine from all the others that are out there right now. What I'm going to be doing uh, from this episode on, and I promise you the transitions for the other episodes probably won't be as weird because I'll actually remind myself and make sure I remember to do this section before cutting the podcast off. Um, because this episode, I actually did the recording the other day, finished it, uploaded it, and then realized I completely forgot to add that part in. Luckily, um, Pooh Bear isn't someone that was difficult to get a hold of and actually record the last section of the podcast. So I'm doing that the next day and finishing that part up so I can edit, upload, and uh, put this up uh, for you guys. So this last section of the podcast is going to be um, just a conversation with the person, kind of talking about um, their major, um, what year they are, and just what their future endeavors are. Um, the main focus is just going to be kind of, you know, um, their unmapped path. And yes, I said it, that is, um, that's why this show is called Unmapped, and I've probably said it multiple times, but this is the section that will be distinguishing me and uh, my podcast from all of the other podcasts. It's it's unmapped. These guys don't know what's up. And um, so what I'm going to do is now... I'm just going to be playing the recording of me talking to Pooh Bear about uh, what he does and what he expects uh, out of the future. So uh, let's wrap this up. Okay, I swear to God, this is the last part of the podcast. It's going to be like 10 minutes. I just want to wrap it up. I know it's been an hour. I know the transitions have been weird, and uh, it's like 10 p.m. right now. I have work 6 a.m. tomorrow, and I pulled Pooh Bear out of his room stopped him from doing his homework and made sure he can record the next 10 minutes just so we can talk about um his uh career path what he's doing and all that stuff so i can get this section of the podcast in i know selfish right fuck me um but uh yeah i just want to get that conversation in and uh you guys can uh can dip after that so um what i want to talk about is the fact that me and him are actually both math majors but me and him expect a lot of different things from our futures me personally, I don't like math. I just spent the last five minutes trying to do my Calc four homework, and it was, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, his his background is pretty different, and he wants to do sports analytics, which is really interesting given the fact that it's not something you know. I don't think it's something you think of this early on. It's it's kind of specific, but again, it's something that fits him really well. So, we we'll talk about that. Uh yeah, so uh, a little background on that. So I've been, this is, so when I applied to colleges, um, you know, you have to pick your major. So a lot of people don't know what they want to do. That's fine. But for me, um, the reason I knew kind of where I wanted to go was because of a couple projects I did in high school. Um, actually, my uncle put me on to something called operations research, which is pretty much mathematical modeling of real life systems. Um, an example is a, a project I did in high school where my mom works at a health clinic in what what she used to work at this health clinic which was in uh, Jamaica Queens so she worked there and they're having a problem with patient flow long waiting times so patients will come and they'd wait a really long time um, and they want to know why right that's a 
important thing to know. Um, where's the bottleneck? Bottleneck is what's causing the, you know, the holdup. So, uh, we that was right after um, when Affordable Care Act by Obama, Obamacare was just rolling out. They're having the rollout for that. So a lot of places were switching to electronic medical records, which is huge. Now it's mandated that you have yeah. your patient data on electronic medical record. So with that um, and a lot of other industries in life right now, you get so much data just that you don't even know what to do with it. That's why the data analytics, you know, big data movement is as booming as it is right now. If y'all are looking for jobs, um, learning, having a good foundation in data analytics, how to mine data, a little bit of coding, not too much, and then machine learning um, can get you a long way, which is pretty much where I want to go. But anyways, yeah, so I used uh, this new um, re uh, pool of data that was just uh, coming in there that they j had just implemented, which is mainly what my mom uh, does for them. And using that, we try to give um, suggestions on why actually um, the patient flow was bad and where it can be improved. And I wrote a paper on this that actually got published and I pre uh, presented it at a conference. But, um, and if anybody wants to know about it, it's an abstract online if you just type in my name. But I'm mean, given the fact that it's going to be anonymous. I'll yeah, never mind. We can't, we can't put your name on I this. I don't want to really go too far into it, but that's the type of thing that got me into this. I also did a project in high school um, looking at my school, high school's uh, bus routing system and trying to figure out um, why it wasn't performing as well as advertised. So those are things that I did in high school that um, used something called operation research, some data analytics um, to solve real-life problems. So that's what got me into this. Um, fast forward to when I was applying to colleges. Um, Stony Brook is actually the only college that I applied under applied math. Everything else was in industrial engineering, which is where operation research is. Um, at Stony Brook, it's under applied math and statistics. So yeah, that's why I did that. And then um, also earlier, in between high school and college, I saw the movie uh, Moneyball. I'm a, I'm a huge sports fan. Um, I know a lot of, I follow pretty much every major sport. He basically has a monopoly on sports knowledge in this room. Yeah, I, I, I just, sports has been a big part of my life for a long time. So um, I saw the movie Moneyball, read the story. Um, if you guys haven't seen this, with Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, it's a fantastic movie. If you, even if you don't like sports, it's really informative and really funny. It's just a really good movie. Um, and it's about how the Oakland A's, real story, about how uh, Oakland A's uh, were one of the first people to stray away from conventional baseball Scouting, just like what's a five-tool player. Um, five-tool player is being able to hit, uh, hit for contact, hit with power, being a good fielder, running the bases, and something else. But uh, that's what a five-tool player is. Like Alex Rodriguez is good at everything. That was that's an example. But there was just like an eye test. It's just oh, you have to know the game to know, mm -hmm. right? But that that started straying away from when how much data you have on statistics, on uh, player statistics, on team statistics. What makes a good team? What makes a good player? What right. does my team need, right? So they hired this guy from Jordan Hill's character. He he was a guy for the Indians, but um, he pretty much has a degree from, uh, I think it was Yale, in economics. And he did a lot of mathematical modeling to determine, oh, um, to help the GM. GM is the general manager, the person that makes any personnel decisions for any team in any sport. So he helped uh, the GM decide on uh, what players to pick, not based on conventional but on baseball know-how. But on it, statistics. It's a combination. Okay. That's the key. You have to be a domain expert. Domain expert means you know the industry mm -hmm. as well as the statistics. Mm -hmm. The statistics can guide you, but you also need you can you need to know the game. Like you can't avoid knowing the game. Right. So, but so yeah, the big question here would be, when did it click for you that you wanted to do analytics in sports? Was that like I off mean, the back, or was it that was, just like it was just um after that uh, seeing this movie, hearing so, the story, and seeing um more things. 
uh, more other uh, like I'll get an example is uh, and another example. I'm just gonna give another example um, because I feel like that helps show how prevalent it is. Mm-hmm. And the NBA, um, Dallas Mavericks. Any of you guys follow the NBA? Dallas Mavericks and the Houston Rockets are one of the, are two of the biggest people that use analytics in personnel decisions as well as the way you scheme. For example, um, the long two. Long two is a, a two point shot. That's not that's not a three, right? But it's not in the paint. That has become almost non-existent in basketball nowadays. You're either shooting threes. You see how everybody's shooting threes now. Everybody's Steph Curry threes. is not helping that. But everybody's <laughs> shooting threes now, right? Everybody's either... Uh, there are three... Like, look at the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets, if they don't hit threes, they're losing the game. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not... They can't... They are, there's no big men anymore. I saw a clip of Draymond Green practicing, and all he was doing was shooting threes. Yeah, Draymond Green's a player that is not a three-point shooter, but he has to expand has his to, game. Yeah. Even bigs now. Look at DeMarcus Cousins shooting threes. Um, Carl Anthony Towns shooting threes. Uh, I saw I saw a video of JaVale McGee. If you guys know JaVale McGee, um, it's hysterical. Like, he's shooting threes now. Like, everybody's, everybody's shooting threes. And that's because analytics have proven that um, you, even convention would tell you, like, intuition would tell you that the long two is the least efficient shot in the game because it's almost mm-hmm. a three, but it's not, and it's not close to the basket. Mm-hmm. It's a lower percentage shot. So people are either in the paint, dunking, or it's threes. There's no mid-range game. Like, right. there's no Allen Iverson anymore. DeMar DeRozan might be the closest to having a mid-range game. But everybody and John Wall, but everybody else and Kimball Walker, my fault. Oh my god, we can't get into the sports right now. We're, yeah, trying, yeah, we're trying to keep it to the. But the yeah, people talk. don't have like mid-range games anymore. So that's an example. Another example of how people are deviating using statistics. Um, that's a very uh, cheap example, but it does influence scheme. So, so how, how did I? Yeah, for how me? Er, how early on did you did you make that that connection between the two of analytics and sports? I think it slowly started growing and then the conference I went to last year. The MIT uh, yeah, Sports so, Analytics Conference? Yeah, so um, if you guys don't know, the MIT Sports Analytics Conference is something they hold every year. It's in like March or April mm-hmm. and has huge names, like huge names from the sports industry. There's people like Adam Schefter, Ken Rosenthal, um, and all the people that do the major reporters, like anybody who breaks the news on ESPN, oh, mm-hmm. this guy signed for this much from mm-hmm. this team. All those reporters were there. Um, Mark Cuban Mark was Cuban there. Was there. You did talk about that. Uh, the commissioner of the NBA was there. All the ma- the Cavs. Oh, who's tur- that guy that does? He he uh, specifically does analytics. What was his name? Oh, Nate Silver. Nate Silver, Nate Silver there was there. If you guys don't know, Nate Silver was big, big in baseball, and he's been on the political scene with analytics. He was got huge from the Obama election against McCain. I think it was when he predicted every state within a certain range of votes. Mm-hmm. So like he blew up from that. So Nate Silver was there. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the league, was there. GMs from the Warriors, the Cavs, Toronto. Like, brand name, like, head honcho people were mm-hmm. at this place, right? And it's all about analytics. It's not, like, it's about the sport, but also about analytics. There's a bunch of projects people present. Um, a lot of uh, PhD students present. Like, a lot of people are there presenting the work that they do in this field. And um, I went last year. Um, but really, like, put you on, push you over the border. Like, I want to commit to this. I want to do this. It was because I didn't realize how... Every aspect of what you can think of with the idea of entertainment in sports mm-hmm. is they use analytics. A great example. I'll give you a quick, uh, really quick story. So if you guys follow baseball, I went to this uh, one of the se- it was pretty much split into like seminars, right? So one of the seminars was about concession stands, right? And how they optimize pricing for concession stands at Dodger Stadium. And what they noticed was um, convention would tell you that if you're watching the home team, right? I'm a home. Let's say I'm at, I'm a Dodgers fan. I'm at Dodger Stadium, right? You want to see your team bat versus field, mm-hmm. okay? You'd rather watch your team bat versus when they're in the field. Another thing is beer and hot dogs are the two highest um, bought commodities in baseball. A lot of us know that just from being at the ballpark, right? Yeah, yeah. So one thing they noticed was that on every fifth day, 
concession stands at Dodger Stadium, the beer and hot dog was lower, much lower than average. Okay, why is that? There's a lot of reasons why that could be, right? On Friday? On every fifth day. Every, okay, every, fifth, every fifth day. day okay. And if you guys know anything about baseball, you might be able to piece it together why. But the data showed that it's because those were days that Clayton Kershaw was pitching. If you guys don't know, Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers was, at the time, the best pitcher in the, in the Major League Baseball. So people would be sitting so there So people want to watch him pitch versus when um, them bat. So mm-hmm. less people are going concession stands um, when their team is in the field because normally... the. If you want to get food during the game, you go when your team is in the field, not at bat. But with him, they were all staying in their seats when he was at bat. So on days he pitched, they completely changed the staffing as well as the prices on um, commodities based on this fact. That's interesting. So like, you don't think that concession stands really use that. But they completely changed the number of people that they staff at these games based off this. And that's when I realized, oh shit, Like every part of this is, 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 based, is, on analytics. is based on analytics. And you can do a lot of cool shit. And personally, I love the game, so I want to be in like the Jonah Hill general manager making personnel decisions, mm-hmm. like running rings type thing. But I mean, that's still pretty cool. I didn't realize how far you can go. So this is the last question. As yeah. a senior, uh, what do you? What path would be the most ideal for you to end up in? So like you said, like the general manager type of deal with uh, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Would you rather be heavy analytics, where it's just working with data, or working with players? And also doing analytics. I mean, ideally, it's going to be both. But, I mean, you got to get your foot in the door. Entry-level positions, you're not going to be able to make, have too much influence on personnel, like, when you come out mm-hmm. the bat. So, for me, my dream ideal, my ideal dream job, my ideal first job, like, the first job I gave like into the industry, um, is going to be with doing, like, only analytics for, like, a baseball team. Like, I've been trying to apply with the Yankees. I applied last year. I'm mm-hmm. going to apply again this year. Um, with uh, There's a company also I applied to that did analytics in college baseball. There's another um, one for hockey, right? Yeah, there's one for hockey. Um, I had a couple of interviews with a couple of different teams um, and things like that. So that's what I want to do. That, I think that's what the, where I get my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you know, you start doing real shit for people. Right. And then they, so they notice com- that you have value. Combination of a lot of factors put you where you are today. Yeah, I mean, I you think. also got to think about it. Don't think about it. You need to get your foot in the door. That, that's, that's the way yeah. it works. Don't think that your way you start is where you're going to end. That's what my dad always says. At least, yeah. so. I mean, no, that's true. Yeah. Your resume is always going to be there. It's not a one-time thing. It's not yeah. after college that you're done. 100%. It's always building on it. So people go back to school real late, and then there's like people are climbing. People, the age people to climb mm-hmm. can go on for a while. Yeah, if you keep yeah. working. So, so yeah, a lot of like, lot of information there. So your ideal situation would be entry level uh, in heavy data analytics, followed by being in a somewhat GM position where you work more with personnel. Yeah, we're going to assist in GM, actually have an influence on who we pick up, who we pick, uh, who we don't want, uh, trades, things like that. Yeah. Helping make a roster to win. And honestly, I love most sports, but just the competitiveness, I'll work in any sport. It doesn't matter. I don't follow hockey, but I'll work in hockey if I can do something <laughs> like that. Just working in sports. That's yeah, it. Dude, dude. Winning a ring, helping to win a team win a ring, that's that's the goal, man. I mean, you feel like you did something. Yeah, yeah. you're making an impact. Like, yeah. I'll, I will be a hardcore supporter of that team no matter who it is, just to win. Yeah. All right, so I think that uh, I think that sums up his story, his uh, you know start and where he is right now, where he wants to end up, and uh, it's been an hour and like twelve minutes for this episode, longer than the ones coming up are going to be, just because I didn't really plan for this one, and I still have a lot of work to work to do on uh, how I want this to kind of play out. Um, again, I'm learning as I go. Bear with me. Uh, so here comes that uh, little transition music, and that's the end of uh, episode two. Uh, yeah, peace out, guys. Peace out.